This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, and I want to welcome you to the radio program Warning. Also, if you're watching on television, welcome. I am the president of World Ministries International and Eagles Saving Nations. My website is worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. Check out Eagles Saving Nations. We have to have a great awakening, another national revival. If we don't have that, we are losing America, and most people don't seem to realize it. Most churches are in the dark. They're not led by Issachars. And let me tell you, the church is supposed to be leading the moral compass of the nation, not the nation dictating the moral compass to the church. We are in a great falling away. I have also with me in the studio, Ray Gebauer, holistic natural doctor, unlicensed, and he's an author. Ray, welcome back to the program warning. I'm happy to be here again. Excited to share some thoughts. I think it can make a meaningful difference. We're going to talk about, he came up with this title, I like it, Better Health Through Better Connecting. Health is so important. I know a lot of Christians are very sick, and some of it can be avoided, Ray. Yeah, probably 90% of it can be avoided. 3,000 years ago, King Solomon said, don't be a fool. Why should you die before your time? And most people do. It's horrific that you know, 80% of the population already are diabetic or pre-diabetic, which is the leading cause of blindness and amputations. 25,000 people die every day on the average just from cancer, 25,000 more from heart disease. Dementia, Alzheimer's is on the rise, you know, strokes. It's not a pretty picture, and most of it is because of neglect and not taking our health seriously. I mean, God warned us, and God warns us because he loves us. He warned us, say, if you destroy your temple, I'll destroy you. We're sort of destroying ourselves. Like I did a series of four episodes on getting off the freeway of slow suicide, and people are basically committing slow suicide, not realizing it. We don't have enough fear about the consequences. We minimize the consequences, and we're like heading over the cliff. And it's sad. So people need to wake up. You know, your person's life is at stake. This country is at stake. If you don't pay enough attention and repent and make some changes, you know, you're all going to just keep suffering. Again, <laughs> Ray Kabauer talking about better health through better connecting. So, Ray, that's an interesting title, through better connecting. Explain it. I'm going to start by sharing a, what happened to me a few months ago. It was a, a wake-up call for me. I went into the bathroom to brush my teeth, and all of a sudden I hear this voice. It's like, he said, you're being rude. I thought, what? You know, so, God, how am I being rude? I said, well, you're just ignoring me. You, you, you haven't been thinking about me yet. You haven't talked to me. You haven't said, hey, good morning, Lord, or I love you. And I thought, oh, yeah. Okay, you're right, Lord, I'm sorry. But the way he said it, it wasn't like a soft reminder. It was pretty harsh. Wow. And I'm glad he did it that way because it made me remember it. So ever since then, you know, I've been much more aware that, you know, the sin of omission of not giving God the attention that he deserves, not thinking of God more often, not staying connected with God. It's sort of like like in your plumbing or even with your, your arteries in your heart. If there's a blockage, you know, blood doesn't get through. It's like, to illustrate this, look at this little straw here. You know? So this it represents one of your blood vessels or arteries. You know, If there's pressure on it or there's a blood clot or it's plugged up, you know, it doesn't go well. And so 
things have to be connected, and we need to be more connected with God, with each other. And the way this relates to—and here's another interesting illustration. This illustrates— connecting. Okay. So, so if you're not connected, it just looks like this. But watch what happens when I connect everything by touching over here. Wow. <laughs> Lights and siren go off. Yeah, yeah. So it isn't enough just to have God in our life. We need to be connected with God uh, in three different ways that I'll be talking about. And the way that relates to our, not just our spiritual health, but our physical health is that many studies show that the number one indicator as to how long you live and how healthy you are is how well connected you are with other people. Wow. Your social connectivity, it even seems to trump nutrition and diet and exercise. Wow, isn't that something? Yeah, I devote a whole chapter on that in my book, How to Cure and Prevent a Disease, you know, how we need to be more connected. And unfortunately, our government, society is pushing us away from being connected. Of course, the most important connection is connecting with God. And- for me, in my model of what love is, which is the greatest commandment, clearly, to love God with all in four ways, of all our heart, all our soul, all of our mind, all of our strength, those are the four dimensions, distinctions of, of loving. You know, we love with our heart, that's the caring element, the four C's, caring, loving with our soul, that's the connecting element, loving with all of our mind, that's where we commit, this committing element, loving with all of our strength, that's the creating value element, doing good. So for love to be mature, you have to have all four, just like four wheels on a car or all four bases in a baseball game for mature love. Often the Bible uses the word perfect, perfect love, which is, I think, a bad translation because we think that means like sinless or flawless. But in the Greek, teleos, the word from which we get like telephone or telegraph or telescope or television, it means going to the end or being complete or mature. So it's that mature love in the four dimensions. That's how we need to love God. That's how we need to love you and how we need to love each other. But today I'm going to specifically talk about the second dimension, connecting. Because like in the field of nutrition, the question is, well, what's the most important nutrient you need? Well, it's always the same answer. It's the one that's most missing. What's most missing for a lot of people in, in their health, spiritually and physically, is the connecting element. Wow. You know, we just came through, uh, if we want to say this, COVID scare I'll tell you what, I won't go into deep of COVID. You can look at my website, worldministries.org, worldministry.org, and that's worldministries.org. I have done a lot of programs with professionals on this COVID. But uh, one of the things they use this scare for is to make people be isolated in their homes, to get them not to go to churches. Uh, Again, you bring out that we need to be connected, but they try to disconnect us. Exactly. Well, that's the enemy's strategy. Divide and conquer. Separate people. Create polarization. God's ideal is unity and oneness. And that's the ultimate level of connecting is oneness, you know, experience, having experience with each other. So I've identified what I think are the three levels or stages of connecting. You need all three, but they sort of build on each other. And to help you remember, I came up with, a, I think, a pretty cool acronym, okay. <laughs> which is ACE, A-C-E. So like in a card game, you have you know an ACE. That's like the highest. The highest one. Highest one. In World War II, they had, they used the word ACE to refer to fighter pilots. That's right. And uh, you know the how best. you, 
You know how you got that title of being an ace? Once you've shot down five enemy cra- aircrafts, you got that title. You were an ace. And you, like, even in school, you talk about, hey, I aced the test. Yeah. And so, so I think it's a useful acronym. We want to be an ace for God. We don't want to be a two or three when we could be an ace. There you go. God calls us to be sons of God, salt in the earth, being light. He says, God is light. Jesus said, I'm light of the world. And he says, you're the light of the world. So to use a modern acronym, we want to be an ace for God. <laughs> so what the ace, A stands for in the ace is awareness and attention. Okay. So like in my experience in the bathroom where God said, you're being rude. <laughs> well, I wasn't giving God attention. I wasn't there. aware. Yeah. And throughout the day, I was really, yeah, I'm not thinking of God as much as I could. I'm, I'm so busy with this and that. But, you know, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in Jehovah of all of your heart. Lean not on your understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him. In your presence is fullness of joy. The right hand of pleasures forever. Psalm 1611. is the book by Brother Lawrence, Practicing the Presence of God. And so we want to be connected. Where you, John 15 talks about abiding in him or remaining in him or seeking. So the first level of connecting is just being aware that God is there. God is in, in everything. I mean, you can look at the sunset, look at a tree or flower and, and see God in it, that, that he's the creator, he's the artist, and being aware that God is with you, God is for you, God is in you. So it starts with awareness of giving God the attention that he deserves. Good. If you just tuned in or either by watching or listening, radio or television, this is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, The Warning Program. I have uh, Ray Gabauer as a special guest today. And we're talking about better health through better connecting. Better health through better connecting. Ray, continue. So the first stage of connecting is simply attention and awareness. Now, this applies, of course, not just to God, but to each other, whether it's in a marriage or friends, you know, people you know in church, you know, strangers. So the first stage is just awareness and connecting. Okay. But beyond that, you don't want to settle just for the stage. That's sort of the foundation. So with the C in the ACE stands for conversation. Okay. God wants us not just be aware of him, give him the attention he deserves. He wants to have a conversation with us. He wants us talking to him. He wants us to hear him and listening to him. I came to realize I wasn't doing it that that much. You know, a lot of us, we talk to God more than we hear from God. We need both ends. Oh, definitely. We want conversation to be interactive. And a lot of people, they never hear from God. I have room for improvement myself. (laughs) I'm working on that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm working on that. Yeah. (laughs) That's where repentance comes in. Repentance is changing your mind, changing your thinking. So with God and with others, we need to be more in conversation with each other and and God. And not just superficial stuff like, well, how's the weather? What do you think about the sports team? But how are you doing? What are your struggles? What's your dream? You know, how are you doing with God? You know, what are your, how's your health? So connecting, you know, I'll use my illustration again. <laughs> again, if you're just listening on radio, uh, he's got a tube up there and he connects it and the lights go on and the siren. And if you're watching, you can see what he's doing. Yeah. But uh, making the connection. Exactly. And the more we connect, like I said at the beginning, with each other, the better. It's a win-win. It's better for our health, even casual conversation. But the deeper the conversation, the better. Uh, because if we don't get enough connection, it's like not getting enough oxygen. You know, Ray, let, I'll just make a point here. It, it's like, uh, again, when you have that relationship with God where you're 
reading and listening, meditating, then the lights come on. Yeah. Then he speaks to you. Then you hear what he says. Yes. Uh, The same way with your spouse. Yeah. Or with a friend. I mean, if we don't connect, the lights can't come on. Exactly. And one way of listening to God, of course, most fundamental as you would agree, is reading the scriptures. Because God can speak. We can listen to God by what we read. Totally. And meditate on and ponder and wonder and then pray the back. So we want to be in conversation with God. Not just, be, not just believe in God, but be in conversation with Him and with others. That's part of how we connect. Because again, God has a lot to say about our health. Yeah, that's all through the Word of God. <laughs> yeah. If you're not connecting, if you don't know the Word of God, how can you be healthy, right? Yeah, if you don't obey the rules, it doesn't end well. If you're driving down the road and you get in the wrong lane or you go through the red lights, it doesn't end well. <laughs> you get hurt. So, God smarted all of us put together. So we want to live life God's way. It reminds me of one of my favorite passages in Jeremiah 6, 16 just came to mind. It says, stand at the crossroads and look, ask for the ancient path, the path that is good for you, and then walk in it and you'll find rest for your soul. But they said, we will not walk in it. And that's how most people are because they're so deceived and blinded. You know, God's giving us this gift. that This is the best way for you. But so few people find it. Broad is the path to destruction, narrow is the gate for salvation. So we want to be going on the narrow pathway through the gate of life. And part of that's connecting with God and with each other. If we're really going to love God, we're going to be lovers of God and lovers of each other. We've got to do all four C's, really. The caring, the connecting, the committing for what's best for everybody. So it's always a win-win. And creating value. So the, so the C in the acronym, the ACE acronym, being an ACE for God and with each other is beyond just attention. And awareness is conversation. Now, the E is, in some sense, most important. You need all three. But the E in my little model here is beyond conversation, We, God wants us to have experience with Him. Not just having conversation, but to have some kind of real experience, feeling God's presence, you know, experiencing God's power, having God's authority in us because he's given us authority. He's, given, he's called us to be sons, not just servants. But, uh, you know, Jesus at one point says, I, I no longer call you just servants, but, you know, call you friends. We're now, we're in the family. We're not just servants of God. We still are servants, but we're also friends. We're also family. God's our father. As the, he taught us how to pray. Our father who are in heaven, not just almighty God, creator, sovereign of the universe, our Father. So it's connecting with God as our Father, as our lover, uh, and with each other. But it's the experience. So if you want to have a good relationship, say, with your spouse or your child, you got to do all three. You have to give them enough positive attention. You got to have conversations with them. And you have to do things together, experience, go on walks together, go to the zoo, do things together. So we want to be doing things. We want to experience God. We want to have experiences with each other, not just say hi and bye on Sunday, but we need to do things together, have that experience. And that's the, that strengthens the connection. If, if we don't have any experience of God, we just have 
intellectual faith. Well, I believe in God. Well, good for you. The devils believe in God too. <laughs> um, but we want to, you know, trust God, love God, which includes connecting and experiencing God in our life. So God isn't just our all in all because we say so, but we're experiencing God's life in us. Jesus said, I've come not just that you have the truth. I've come that you might have life and life more abundantly. You can't have life without experience. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, you've tuned into the warning program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, president of World Ministries International and Eagles Saving Nations. Worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Click on it. I'll tell you what, you have a wealth of information. You'll connect with us. You'll see what we're doing, how we connect with God all over the world. And again, uh, you could watch our programs Monday through Sunday, seven days a week. You can get my free pastoral articles, worldministries.org, and join Eagle Saving Nations. If this nation doesn't connect back with God, this nation is going to destroy itself. And that's what the title is today, Better Health Through Better Connecting. Do we want to survive? We've got to connect. The nation has to connect with God. We have to connect with God. And we have to connect with one another. I have Ray Gabauer, again, a holistic unlicensed doctor as well as an author. And uh, he is focusing today on, again, connecting, connecting with God, connecting with each other. You know, Ray, uh, again, as we said, this last uh, planned, I call it a plandemic, they try to separate us, make you stay in your homes with with disastrous results for children and depression and suicide because we are meant to be together. We are, if we want to say, socially created Uh, the church is supposed to be belonging to one another we're supposed to be again in relationship with one another with god yes and if we don't want to be with one another we have a problem with our relationship with god yeah right and it hurts us in our physical and emotional health so when i think of john 10 10 where he says I've come that you might have life and life more abundantly i think we need to broaden our idea of life to include all of life, our physical health, our emotional health, our mental health, for which we need the scriptures to be on track. <laughs> and so we all already want to have this be feel fully alive, but we got to do it God's way. And part of that pathway of connecting with, particularly with God and with others, we need to be repenting whenever we need to. Yes, that's good. And repenting means changing your thinking especially about sin, but also repenting for the sense of omission of what you're not doing. If you're not being thoughtful, if you're not being kind, if you're not being generous, not being considerate, and you're not praying for others, those are sins of omission. I mean, the Bible says he who knows to do good and does not do it to him, it is sin. And so when we are aware of that, to maintain a connection, we've got to be repenting. I find it interesting in, in the... In the book of Revelation, where Jesus specifically addresses seven churches, in six of them, he emphasizes at the end, you better repent or else. Yes. These are consequences. So you don't want to minimize repent. Say, well, say that when you have a big sin. We need to be repenting every day. Sin is just 
independence from God. If you were ignoring God, I wasn't blatantly sinning. I was about to brush my teeth. I was sinning because I wasn't giving God the attention he deserved. I was ripping God off in a sense. I wasn't giving God the attention. So I said, okay, I need to be thinking about God all throughout the day, connecting him to everything, acknowledging him in everything. I need to be talking to God more and experiencing God, more of God's life in me and God's power and his presence. I would like you to speak, expand a little more on the experiential part. Uh, how, how can we better experience God? We know scripture is the foundation, but experiencing God, what would you add to what I've said? Well, first of all, his, his, you know, he wasn't connecting with God, and that, that was the sin, and that's what God was telling him. And uh, you also mentioned emotional health. Well, doctors will tell you some go up to 100% emotional, psychosomatic diseases caused by our emotions. Now, when we're connecting with God and one another, then we don't have these psychosomatic diseases yeah. of unnecessary fear and stress and anxiety and bitterness and hatred. These are things that are so important because we're talking about better health through better connecting. Yeah, experiences with God. I move with, with visions and dreams. I move prophetically. God shows me things. But, Ray, all of that comes by connecting with God. Yeah. Years ago, 85, spent five hours a day with me. You've got to connect with God if you want to move with these type of experiences. Now, God will use you where you're at. And, but I'm just saying there's far deeper experiences that you can have with God and uh, you can see the mighty power of God. I see it all over the world, Ray. And, uh, you know, I don't want to go too deep into this because I could talk for weeks all day on these programs. But the experiences that you're talking about all come from connecting with God. And you can't connect without spending time. No, you cannot. I remember vividly, uh, I've read this book five times by Rick Warren, The Purpose Driven Life. I don't agree with everything in the book, but he said some things really well. I remember in chapter 16, he says, here's how you spell love. It's T-I-M-E. <laughs> like, well, that's pretty cool. Time. Yeah, so if you're going to love God and love each other, we've got to spend time. That's just being positive attention and awareness. You know, thinking about somebody is good, but you know, having conversation, having experience with them. And with God, we want the experience to be, to have, well, Paul talks about in Ephesians 3, I think 18 or 19, says being filled up to all the fullness of God. And that's an experience. This isn't just a concept. It's an experience. We want to have more power. Most people are pretty impotent. They don't have much power. Right. And you can't have power if you don't spend time connecting. Cannot. And if you're not connecting, you're not really loving God because that's one of the essential elements of love. You got to care, the four C's, the caring, the connecting, the commitment. Commitment's the easiest one for me. I've been committed to God for 66 years. I'm 71. So I'm good at connecting. Uh, committing but it's the connecting where i've always been falling short and most people i think that's the huge missing element in the four dimensions of love they're not connecting as as much as we need to be with god and with each other which affects our spiritual health our physical health our emotional health our mental health connecting is a 
critical. It's, it's just like oxygen. If you don't get enough oxygen, it, it doesn't go well. You know, so the, the connector. <laughs> He's used the tube here. And if you're just listening on radio, he has a tube. But when there's a connection, it, it goes into different colors. Yeah, there it is. And uh, <laughs> you just have to take my word for it if you're just listening on radio. But uh, it all comes by connecting. The lights come on by connecting. It works through connection, just like the lights in a room comes on. But ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening, watching the the warning program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International, as well as Eagles Saving Nations. Please go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Become a member of Eagle Saving Nations. We've got to connect back with God or this nation is going to self-destruct. They're trying to topple the republic and move Christians into severe persecution, tyranny, and uh, arrest. You've got to understand the word of God. We've got to wake up this America once again. They've got to connect with God once again. Again, I've had in the studio Ray Kabauer, unlicensed holistic doctor, author, and uh, we've been talking about better health through better connecting. 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Please send in your very best donation to keep us on this local station and order the books of Science of Judgment. Next time, we're going to have some medical books here that we offer. You can t- ask my operators. They'll be glad to pass them on to you. Books that will help you stay healthy according to the Word of God in connecting. Again, watch now the Science of Judgment. Order the book. You'll see what's happening in America because we're not connecting with God anymore. Reverend Dr. Jonathan Hansen has written a book titled The Science of Judgment. God is predictable. There is a scientific pattern for the rise and fall of nations throughout history. We need to understand the laws or the rules of design regarding prophecy and judgment. When it comes to the laws of judgment and prophecy, denominational or personal belief systems have nothing to do with the reality or the certainty of the rule of judgment. Dr. Hansen's objective is to warn leaders of nations of the second coming of Jesus Christ and the plagues or judgments that are coming upon these peoples and nations that reject Jesus Christ as Savior according to the Scriptures. Dr. Ronald E. Cottle, founder and president of Christian Life School of Theology, states that this book is a must-read for Christians and other leaders in the United States and in other nations. It is clear, powerful, and well-reasoned. We all owe a debt of gratitude to Dr. Jonathan Hansen for the years that have gone into the research and writing of The Science of Judgment. This book has more than 300 pages, divided up in five sections. Part 1, The Science of Judgment, has chapters titled such as The Laws Regarding Prophecy and Judgment, Patterns of Apostasy, Purpose of Chastisement, Standards for Justice and Mercy, God Forgives When People Repent, God Holds Nations Responsible for What Leaders Do, Parental Responsibility, The Feasts of the Lord, Solomon's Transgressions and Their Consequences, Righteous Kings versus Evil Kings, Example of King Jehoshaphat, Ungodly Alliances, God is Predictable, God Holds People Accountable, Man Can Turn Into an Intelligent Beast to Do Evil. Section 2, The Deception of the Theory of Evolution, has chapters titled as Problems with the Theory of Evolution, Evolution and Racism. Darwin's Hatred of Christianity and Its Fruit. Section 3, Why Must There Be Judgment, has titles such as The Fall of America and Her Destruction, Cult Christianity, Radical Liberal Politics. Section 4, Kings, Dictators, and Presidents, with the following chapters listed as 
People choose their nation's leaders. Qualifications for godly leadership. Romans 13, delegated authority. Satan is in charge of this world, not Jesus. If laws violate conscience, we must disobey. Finally, part five, so what must we do? These chapters are listed as, we are in a cultural war, our responsibility to a hostile government, the Christian's science of judgment. With turmoil ever increasing throughout the nations, as Bible prophecy is coming to life right before our very eyes, one must read the science of judgment to have a clear understanding of these events and the reasons why. Call 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248, that is 360-629-5248, and request your copy of The Science of Judgment for a donation of $35 or more, plus shipping and handling. Thank you, and shalom. Shalom.